Hello, Mr. Farmer. How are you today? Well, if it isn't Patch the Pony. Hello, my friend. Say, if you'll just wait a few minutes, I'll give you some milk to drink. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of Spoken Word with Electronics. This week is a Halloween episode. I like seasonal episodes. Might do a Thanksgiving one or a holiday one, too. And the Halloween episode that we'll be doing this week is on Stranger Danger. Not sure if you grew up under the fear of Stranger Danger, but strangers were the number one threat in my neighborhood when I was growing up. We were told to avoid anybody that we didn't recognize, and the consequences were pretty severe. The two things that were most frightening, as pitched to us by school teachers and our parents, although my parents really never, <laughs> my parents never really gave me the stranger danger talk, to be honest. They just let me run around the neighborhood and uh, the city when I was uh, given a bike. But school teachers certainly warned us about strangers and their dangers. And Patch the Pony was a film strip that we watched. And today is a tribute on Patch the Pony, who is a one-eyed pony who protects the children or the young people. And so we'll be hearing the story of Patch the Pony, which many people have actually heard. My ears heard the story of Patch the Pony this, uh, this exact story of Patch the Pony in the 1980s. So Patch the Pony appeared in multiple generations and in multiple classrooms across the country and the world, I think. Patch the Pony was successful for a number of decades. It first appeared in 1965, around 1968 or so, with the story of Patch the Pony, and that's what we're going to be playing with tonight. Uh, you'll hear the raw audio for the 1968 film strip version of Patch the Pony. And then after the raw audio is played, it will be combined into a proper horror movie soundtrack of Patch the Pony. The audio for Patch the Pony is uh, perfect for that sort of thing. Turned it into a pretty effective horror film. Patch is still the hero in both of these, as he should be, because Patch, the one-eyed pony, is a hero for all children. Patch, the one-eyed pony, is a protector of all the children. He's a good guy. We didn't really have abductions uh, when I was growing up, but we did have a lot of, there was, there was uh, the Mickey Mouse acid stickers. I don't know if you grew up with that being a fear, but apparently there were some strangers going around America giving out adhesive Mickey Mouse stickers that were laced with LSD. And little kids supposedly were just tripping their balls off if they took this sticker. I uh, had an interesting desire to run into one of these sticker distributors, these people. I remember being about seven or maybe even younger and being told to avoid the anybody offering me a sticker, you know, like an adhesive sticker on the playground. And the idea of just uh, some secret person somewhere on the playground, <laughs> I don't know, it was a fun idea. 
some pretty weird stuff in the actual Patch the Pony record, uh, particularly the stranger itself is a <laughs> very weird voice, and the narrator himself is uh, curious. Uh, I think you'll enjoy Patch the Pony. In terms of Stranger Danger, one of my favorite things to do is listen to police scanners. And you can do this pretty easily now with a bunch of different uh, web apps and even websites. Or buying an actual piece of police scanning hardware. And there was a fun little bit of Stranger Danger uh, today here in Austin. Let's uh, play a very quick police scanner piece. Block of Willow Street, male, no clothing, only wearing a mask. So that is Willow Street male, no clothing, only wearing a mask. Uh, that is a poem written to you by the police dispatch. And that is my favorite police scanner from the last week. At 11 a.m. on Wednesday morning, an unidentified man was walking near our home, naked, and only wearing a mask. And I absolutely love that. I want to get it in front of the rumors here. That was not me. <laughs> Just want to get in front of that. That was not me. I, uh, um, but I, I love that the guy uh, was responsible. You know, um, he's been following uh, public health notifications there, keeping the mask on. And getting into police scanners can be a fun habit if you've never gotten into them. There is one funny thing about them, though. They often always begin these incredible stories. You can often get the beginning of a story with a police scanner. What's very frustrating about most police scanner stories is that you never hear a conclusion. So it can be the most salacious or interesting or violent or bizarre, or as we have here, a naked man walking with a mask. I have no idea if he found love. I have no idea if he put on a pair of pants. I don't know if the police spoke with him. Yeah, you just hear that the cop is going to go talk to him. And that's the funniest thing about police scanners, is that they offer the beginning of the story with no conclusion. Um, there, was another, uh, there was another police scanner piece that I, I'd like to find. Um, let me look it up. I took a note. One second, here you'll hear live a note looking. I have a giant uh, note taker. <laughs> Not really, it's just my phone. Yeah, here we go. Two days ago, reports of threats involving crowbar. I don't have the audio yet for that one. I have to go through um, the archives to find it. But police received the report of a woman making threats while armed with a crowbar. And that was, uh, looks like about two and a half miles away from our house. And that's the beginning of the story of which we have no conclusion. So maybe she was uh, a companion of the man uh, wearing no clothes but wearing a mask, naked man with a mask. But his lady friend has been uh, making threats while armed with a crowbar. And no telling if she's wearing clothes or masked. Because again, you just have the beginning of the story with the police scanner. So those are my two favorite police reports of the week. Willow Street Mail, no clothes, only wearing a mask, and police received the report of a woman making threats while armed with a crowbar. So I dedicate this show to that man and also that crowbarred woman. And I dedicate also this show to a tribute to Patch the Pony, which was my favorite uh, childhood story. 
Yeah, I think you'll find a lot of protection and comfort in Patch the Pony. He uh, goes from town to town keeping boys and girls from being abducted by strange men in their cars. And he is very good at it. I think you'll be impressed with Patch the Pony's ability to protect the children. Patch the Pony uh, had a number of film strips, in fact. Uh, one, the story of Patch the Pony is the first of three. There's another story called Patch the Pony and His Special Eye, and you learn the story of how Patch the Pony lost his eye. That's a piece of his origin that isn't re uh, revealed in this first one. And you learn the terrible story about him being an abused child or an abused horse with that one. And that's a graphic idea, isn't it? And that's when you learn about why he has the eye patch and, in fact, his weird, very terrible beginnings. I've always loved cautionary stories. I don't know if uh, listeners of this show are aware of Comics with Problems, which deals with comics of uh, this content. And that was sort of the show that I was doing on the web before uh, I started doing this one. And I love the cautionary story. And so Patch the Pony here, you have the story of Patch the Pony. Then you have the second one, Patch the Pony and His Special Eye. And then there's one that they did in the late 80s, early 90s on... Uh, uh, sexual abuse. I don't know anything about that. I would love to hear that one. Uh, Patch the Pony is a pretty uh, tight guy. Pretty uh, well, well-made little small horse. He just wants to hang out with the kids, even though it's kind of funny that everything he's teaching you to avoid is actually what he's doing. He hovers around children, watching them, and then he's really overprotective of any kid that is being hovered around and watched at by somebody else. But these are the contradictions you find with these sorts of stories anyway. I will tell you that uh, Patch the Pony on the playground with us, um, after seeing it, we would often make jokes that a child abductor would just need to say, hey, you want to visit and meet my friend Patch the Pony? And they would probably be able to abduct the child <laughs> much more effectively just with that as a promise than with the candy lure that uh, Patch defends the children against. We've got early voting uh, going around Austin right now. It's, uh, Texas apparently is getting a lot of uh, proper votes. I don't want to say that the right vote is a Democratic vote, but uh, Texas going blue would be... <laughs> would, uh, man, would make me happier than uh, Patch the Pony catching a child abductor, if you know what I'm saying. That would be pretty amazing. But... Without any uh, dilly-dally, let's get into Patch the Pony as our audio for the week. It is our Halloween tribute for this year. And then the audio turned into a Halloween horror movie. And then we'll conclude this episode with uh, part 10 of The Recovery of Charlie Pickle. And you'll get Psychiatric Notes number one. Learn a little bit more about our central character, Charlie, this week. So enjoy that. Always happy to have you here listening, and uh, have a wonderful week. Thank you. Let's get into Patch the Pony and learn about stranger danger. Welcome to Wall Street, Mail, Nipple, and Nail, 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 Nail,